0: Welcome to the Ishtara Podcast. I'm Haley Janubi, a professional intuitive, tarot reader, and spiritual life coach. Join me for practical, intuitive advice, magical guest interviews, and weekly tarot readings. Ready to get inspired? Let's begin. Hey, welcome back to the podcast hope everybody is doing well, taking care of themselves. It's a new month. Um, It's about to be fall very, very soon, which is crazy. I can't believe that this year is just flying by. It's insane. Um, I have been... So, like everybody, I'm watching a lot of things like on TV, watching a lot of movies, reading a lot of books. Um, so, I want to talk about what I'm reading, what I'm liking, and watching. Um, if you have HBO, check out Lovecraft Country. It is incredible. It's a lot. Like, you will cry, you'll like scream in frustration, um, you will like. Laugh! It's it's amazing. It's incredible. It's so timely with everything that's going on right now with the uprising, with Black Lives Matter, um, everything. It's 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 so so timely. So please watch it. It's incredible. Also, I've been watching a lot of HBO. I'm watching this documentary series called The Vow, which is about this. Um, it's like a, a community called Nexium. Uh, I watched the first episode and it, it was really hard to not just like watch all of it. Um super, super interesting, you know. I'm really interested in cults. I, I think they probably prefer not to be called a cult, but that's kind of how it's advertised at least in HBO of this like really, really tight knit spirit oh like, su- like semi I guess pseudo spiritual. It's more like pseudoscience. Um, anyways, that's fascinating. What else? When I'm reading, I'm reading a book called Belonging by Toko Pa in fucking credible. It's about, it's about belonging, which there's so much there, um, that she talks about. It's just, it's everything, mind, body, soul. It's, it's a big, it's a big book and it's a joy to read. The way that she writes is so seamless and beautiful, but poignant and real. There's no fluff there. Um, she is a dream worker. So she talks a lot about dreams. And one thing that completely changed how I think about like interpreting dreams, I mean... I was just, I'm just like everybody else. I'd have a dream about a tiger and then be like, Ooh, what does that mean? And then Google tiger symbolism in dream. And it would be like, okay, sure. Um, and then forget about it and be like, I think this means something, but I, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it even when I Google it. Um, so she goes through like, like interpreting dreams. She doesn't tell you how to do it, but like you can pick up on the pattern. But I think the thing that, um, that blew my mind was everything in your dream is you. So if your mom is in your dream, it's still you, which can say a lot about um, how your mom's influence, for example. But ever since I, I was like, wow, like all of these animals that I'm dreaming of are a part of me that are coming up for some reason. And um, one, thing's that, one thing that Tokopa says is like, usually when you have a very disturbing dream, or, or a nightmare, or just those dreams that are like, you feel weird after having them and you're like, ugh, like, I don't love this. They're not a bad thing. Um, it's it's a part of you that is ready to be healed and it's coming up in your dreams. Um, the dream space is incredibly intuitive. We receive messages all the time in our dreams. Um... A lot of healing takes place when we're sleeping, when we're dreaming, because our body is completely relaxed. So dreams are really, really fascinating. So that's what I'm reading. That's what I'm watching. A lot of HBO, um, watching Succession, which is crazy. I have to like take breaks on it because it makes me want to like scream in frustration. But it's a it's a really good drama about power. Um, okay, so I want to talk a little bit about spirit guides what are spirit guides how can we establish a relationship with our spirit guides all of that so in my opinion spirit guides are high vibrational entities some that have been with you since you were born um but they, I I feel like you have a million spirit guides and they're all benevolent. They're all of the, you know, the highest and best energy vibration. They are spirits or energies that are here to help you and watch over you. These can be angels. These can be ancestors. These can be like people, like people who have passed on loved ones, animals, um, Energy, colors, like anything, um, spirit. I mean, it's pretty limitless. You have a gajillion guides. You probably have a primary guide or two, um, and there are guides for everything. And all it takes is asking. So you do have a career guide. You do. You have a love guide. You have a guide um, to help you with spirituality. You have a protection guide. You have a beauty guide to make you feel more beauty and like beautiful and like loving yourself. You have, I, whatever it is, you have a guide for that. <laughs> so what it comes down to is being really specific. Um, if you want specific answers, ask specific questions. Um, but let's back way, way, way up and let's talk about <sighs> spirit guide. So Spirit guides are not like ghosts. They're not like poltergeists. Those things absolutely exist. I can tell you from firsthand experience, growing up in a very active, paranormal act, paranormally active house that that stuff does exist. It is quite unnerving because, um, I feel like ghosts sometimes will just like appear without permission. They'll just like hang out or like appear one day or move something around and creep you out. Right. (laughs) Guides are not like that. In fact, they are the opposite of that. They do not want to freak you out at all. And, um, they will you know, communicate or, uh, answer questions or help you out with whatever it is that you want. If you ask and you have to be very discerning when you ask, um, you, this is where you discern, um, I'm asking for the highest and best, most loving, um, guide to come forward. Nothing below that, nothing beyond that must be the highest and best, must be for my, the ultimate good has to love me and is, wants to connect with me. Um, because they will, if you don't ask, they won't appear because they don't want to like be weird, (laughs) you know, but I think the, the exception is sometimes guides will come up in emergencies. Or like life-threatening situations. So all of us have heard like a story about um, how we avoided something that could have been deadly because we had a voice in our head that was like, "Get off your phone," or um, you know, whatever, and changed how things ended up for us. Right. So one crazy, one personal story I have for this um, is actually about. My sister. So, my sister was two years old. I was five years old, and I remember this so clearly. We were living with a aunt at the time, and we. It was a second. Uh, two story house. So we were on, we were in the second story and we were hanging out in a room and the window was open and there's like a screen on the window. And, I, and my little sister, uh, was leaning against the window. Like it was nothing. She was just sitting there by the window, leaning against the window. And then all of a sudden she just falls out the window. She's two years old. She's a baby. She falls out of a second story window um, immediately I run downstairs, my mom and my auntie were talking and I was like, Ashley fell downstairs, Ashley fell, like she fell out the window. So immediately like we're like, oh shit. So all of us run outside and my sister is sitting cross-legged on the ground, not crying, com- completely content, just kind of hanging out, um, It's important to say that on the ground, there was like glass and sticks and concrete and she fell a decent way. Like she fell a far way down. And when my mom picked her up, she had no scratches at all. And she wasn't crying. She wasn't upset. She fell out of a second story window. So all of us were shocked and didn't know how to explain it. And the only thing thing that can explain it is, there must've been somebody looking out for you. And the crazy thing is my sister is crazy intuitive. She was just like born with these amazing gifts and she got way, way, way later, many years later, probably like what, 15 to 10 years later, she's meditating and she gets really into, um, I think she might've been like practicing astral projection or just meditating. And anyway, she got into this deep meditative state and this, I guess this man appeared and was like smiling, non-threatening, non-creepy man and was just like, hey, do you remember me? And Ashley said, no, who are you? And then she got like a, like a snapshot of when she fell out of the window. So I'm positive that that is her guide. I'm like a hundred percent sure that it's one of her guides, but I mean, that's just one example. Another example um, was my grandpa uh, in the Bay Area in San Francisco would have to cross this bridge to get um, to work, from his house to work. So anyways, one day he wakes up and he just, he, hear, he just knows, like, don't go to work today. Like, stay home. So he stays home. And later that day, the bridge collapses. So we could have died. And it was that voice. Because you can't possibly know. Um, so that is the other situation where spirit guides or angels can can present themselves. But typically, day to day, they're not going to ha- like pop up unless you ask them to. After lots of practice and you become very close with your guides, it's like as soon as you think of them, they're there, you know? Um, like you, you definitely develop this like telepathic relationship with them. Um, one way to get closer to your guide and to start, um, creating a relationship is to do nice things for them. So spirit guide relationships are just like friend relationships, the same way you would buy your friend a coffee, um, you would do the same for your guide. Uh, you don't have to go out and buy a coffee. But one thing I do is I will make coffee for my guides. So I'll take three little shot glasses and give like a little coffee for each. And I just put them on the windowsill um, where are my candles and like where some of my other sacred stuff is, my altar. And I'll just say, Good morning. Um, thank you so much. Love you. <laughs> it, it doesn't, you can make it as ornate as you like. Um, whether, or as simple as you like, I like simple because it's more sustainable for me. Um, just saying good morning. How are you? Um, thank you so much. This is also a good time. Like temperance in the tarot for me is the spirit guide card. That card will always come up when you think that you're going at it alone and you're trying everything and you know, you're still bumping into walls. And you're just like, I don't even know what the hell like is happening. Like I'm doing everything right, yet nothing is going right. And this is usually a time for us to surrender, to open ourselves up to something greater, to the universe, to our spirit guides, and to say, I'm not alone in this. And I invite in your support, please, to help me with dealing with this person at work or worrying about money or like what I'm going to do for my money situation, my mom, or please help me with this grief. I just would love some support. All it takes is asking. Sometimes I I would tell clients, um, a good time to do this is like before your car starts. I don't know why that's so symbolic for me, but I would do it maybe because I live in a like, a small like one-bedroom apartment, and me and my fiance, like we're just in each other's lives all the time. <laughs> um, but anyways, the car is like my alone time. Right? God, that sounds sad. It's really not as sad as it sounds. But anyways, um, I'll get in the car, I'll be alone, and it just is so quiet. And um, I'll put my hand over my heart, and I'll just say, I invite in any support from... God, from the universe, from my highest and best, most loving guides, I invite you in to please support me with this thing. I'm a big fan of angels. Um, I'll call in St. Michael to help me with any fear, to help me move through anxiety. Um, There's also an angel for everything. I mean, there's so many angels. Good Lord, there's so many angels. There's an angel for everything. And then all of the archangels have like their angels that they're in charge of. So angels are really limitless. And I find when I first started channeling, um, angels were the first beings that I channeled. And I think it's because they are the most gentle they are the most powerful, but the most gentle, the most benevolent, you know, they're angels, they're angelic. It's pretty hard to be scared of an angel. And that's why I think sometimes like when you get started in this, like the first thing I saw was angels. And it's because I think I would have been like a little freaked out by anything else, but that's just my experience. I have had many guides, um, Uh, Yeah. I first started with angels. Archangel Gabriel was like the first one that I ever made contact with. Um, and how to connect with your guide. Yes. So do nice things for them. Just say hello. Um, ask them for help. There are also meditations that you can do. Um, and there are a ton on YouTube. I mean, it's, it's all free. It's all on there. So if you just Google, meet your spirit guide meditation. There's a wealth of knowledge on there, but basically going into a meditative state, um, grounding and protecting yourself. And then, um, and just being open. (laughs) But the first time I ever met my, my guide, Archangel Gabriel is funny because Archangel Gabriel is the guide of like communication and writing and, um, all this stuff. But when I met him, he wouldn't say anything to me at all, which I think was funny. And I didn't realize it was Archangel Gabriel until way later. But anyways, I would always go, you know, I'd imagine like walking to a beautiful garden, um, and then sitting on a bench and then our, and then the sky would appear. Just normal guy in a robe. I didn't see any wings, but he seemed very angelic and like he loved me very much. And he wouldn't say anything to me, but he would hold my hand and just look at me, and I would just burst into tears. Just like so, it was just so much love and support. And he didn't even he didn't need to say anything. And as I, you know, came came to find out, was because I needed to do the talking. In all parts of my life. And so the archangel of communication was like, I'm going to help you with this. So I'm going to be totally silent and I'm going to let you talk. And it was a really, really big lesson. Um, and that was really beautiful. And then from then on, like, as you as you progress and as your life changes, so do your guides. So they, certain guides will pop up in your life to help you learn a lesson or to help you on this phase of life. I think it's kind of hard because you get really close to a guide, but then once you have learned the lesson, been through the cycle, and it may be years or months, you get close to this guide and they're kind of just like, okay, like you don't really need me anymore. I'm always going to be here. Like, if you ask for me, but you know, the right guide will appear. It's important to not get too picky about like who your guards, who your guides are and what they are. It really doesn't matter what or who or what they look like. It, it doesn't matter. This is just like, that's just like the cherry on top and that stuff doesn't really matter as much. Um, Try not to have any expectations of like what your guide is. If they're a unicorn or an angel, they may just be like a a ball of light and that's good enough. (laughs) You know, like it's pretty limitless with spirit guides. Um, and it really is not that difficult to contact them. Um, and that's one thing I'm passionate about with my with my work and with my one-on-one clients is you are supposed to have this connection to source energy, to um, angelic beings. That is a part of your birthright, and everybody is available to that if they wish. Um, if you're not interested, then I, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. But um but no, like you can go throughout your whole life never having a relationship with your guide, and that's okay too. I think the one of one of the most interesting things was was like I grew up very fearful of like everything, lots of anxiety. um like I said, I grew up in a very like haunted house um. So because of that, I have become a little bit paranoid and would be very fearful of any type of spirit. I like did not want to, no. Um, After, you know, after you live in a haunted house and the way that we did it, you know, we we always went about it wrong. We're like, get out of our house. You're not welcome here. And usually that will trigger spirits even more. (laughs) But anyways, it's not about that. Anyways, I was, when I first, It took a lot of time to not be afraid, and that was just my brain because when you're in the space and you do make contact with your guide, I don't know what it is, but it's not scary at all. Maybe because it's like, for me, it happens just completely in my mind because I am clairvoyant um, where I will see um spirits or guides in their physical form or by colors, um, I usually like see them first. that's one of my primary gifts is clairvoyance. Um, when I started when I when I developed my medium abilities, the ability to talk to passed on loved ones, um, I really had no interest in being a medium at all. I was like, that's not for me. That's spooky as hell no thanks. I don't want to talk to dead people, not interested. I didn't even want to learn to do, to do, it just kind of happened. Like as I was like learning all these intuitive tools and channeling and all of this stuff, it just kind of happened. But I was shocked because I was not scared at all. For me, when I, I know that this is a person who has passed on Because they always enter from the right side of like my brain. I know that sounds weird, but a lot of people have this where like once you, you know, develop a practice and you are channeling and you are being a medium, you will start noticing like, okay, like pass on loved ones will happen over here on the right side, animals kind of happen, the left bottom side, that's where they come in for me. Guides will often be like front of my face, like in front of me, angels are just completely enveloping and I just see them in light. They're just everywhere. Um, but that's how it is for me. But I expected like talking to people who had passed on to be scary. And it's like not scary at all. It's hard to explain, but if you're fearful, it's totally okay. I've been there because I was like, I don't want, I don't want to like anything bad to happen or, you know, and the best thing that you can do for that is pray and ground. Imagine yourself like growing roots from your feet or the bottom of your spine, growing into the earth so that you are grounded. Um, that is important. It's important to go in protected and grounded. Um, prayer, that's what I use. I use a lot of prayer. I call in St. Michael. I've never, I mean, I've stumbled onto things that like aren't great, but The thing is, is like, you can always ask if something comes in and it doesn't feel right to you, trust you, that sense. And you can always ask them, are you of the highest and best? And they must answer. And if you believe that they are not trust yourself, say, I'm not interested. Um, I'm closing off my energy to you. Please leave. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) And you can imagine like a door closing on them. Um, and that usually does the trick. Anyways, I could talk for a million years about this because it's so much easier than I thought that it was. Um, and it really is like a beautiful thing to work with and you can, and you can invite them into your meditation space. I find that that's a really good time to connect with them as well. Um, but yeah. So this is a little bit of a short episode. Oh, let's pull a card. Let's pull a card for the week. I was just about to end. So take a second to get centered. Take some deep breaths. And we ask, what is in our highest and best to know right now for the collective? For this week, King of Wands. Hmm. I love this. I love King of Wands. Believe in your vision. Remember who the hell you are. (laughs) Step into your power. You have good ideas. Um, Keep innovating. Keep being a change maker. Don't conform. If you find yourself wanting to conform, ask yourself why that is. What's coming up for you? What are you afraid of? King of Wands, Double Fire, This is a leader, and we are all leaders in our own lives. Be who you are. Dress how you want to. Speak your mind. If you have a genius idea, express it. Share it. Believe in yourself. King of Wands, you have the potential to change everything. You can change your own life, and you can change other people's lives for the better. That's King of Wands. He's a, a, like a like a mad scientist almost. who's he's like, I have a solution. So believe in believe in your creations. Believe in your ideas. These are genius works of art that you create. They really, really are genius. So lean into you, your identity as a creative genius. Just, just just, treat it as an experiment. What if I treated myself like a creative genius? This doesn't mean being like an arrogant dickhead. Please don't do that. This is not permission to be arrogant, but it is permission to take up space and it is permission to believe in your visions to believe in the plan, to believe in your work and to take it a step further and share it with other people. This is a healthy ego. Leaning into the healthy parts of the ego. Ego not all bad. There's some fun parts of the ego. That's king of wands. He's got flair. Um, he's got style. <laughs> so lean into that this week. Don't be afraid. Just humor me. Be willing to consider that you are a creative genius. That's it. Okay, and then for my next episode, I want to answer questions if you have questions. If I don't end up getting lots of questions, we'll just not do that episode, but if you do have questions, please ask me questions about tarot, about spirituality, about spirit guides, about me um, and my story. I am an open book. So if you have any questions, I'm going to be putting it up on Instagram in my story um, of questions. You can also email me at ishtaratarot at gmail.com. I'm going to pick a handful of them and we'll talk about them on the podcast. So believe in your creative visions, y'all. You are a creative genius. Be willing to consider that your visions and that your creations are genius and can change the world. Be willing to consider. Just humor me. Um, Have fun. Let me know how um, your relationship with your guide goes. Take care and be gentle. And that's it. See you later.